nothing that the church does is ever not deliberate uh, um, when it's a church universal having to do with our lectionary or liturgies themselves and uh, we have that today uh, in both the first reading the psalm and the gospel reading uh, a wonderful uh, theme that comes up and that's the banquet that awaits for those uh, and Isaiah of course prophesying it and Jesus in this multiplication of the loaves uh, for this would would have been for the 4,000 4, uh, hints and points to a bigger banquet waiting as uh, wonderful as that banquet of um, bread and fish would have been on that hillside uh, it's just bread and fish and it is a miracle after all of seven loaves and two uh, a few fish uh, it doesn't it wouldn't fed wouldn't have fed much more than maybe 15 16 people but uh, Jesus, of course, taking that offering, that little offering, and multiplying it. And, of course, it points to something bigger. And it points to the eternal banquet that is being prepared for those who love God. That eternal banquet that is only hinted at in this banquet that we have at this Eucharist. That uh, uh, we have the same words. And every time we have those those um, multiplication story, uh, you know, I, I have to... The authors of the Gospels were definitely inspired to, and, and Jesus, uh, of course, giving them that, that inspiration too of, through his action to take, to bless, to break, and to give. And we hear those words in the Eucharistic narrative that Jesus took bread. And the only, only time we hear the word break in that the particular Greek word is referring to the Eucharist or the multiplication. And so what we have here is an anticipation of that feast. That Jesus heals us, and then he feeds us. And I found myself reflecting, if this is the banquet that we are to, to have, then we ought to be hungry for that banquet. I teased the, the children this morning that how many of us last week on, on Thursday ate all day up to that, up to that Thanksgiving feast that uh, was prepared for us. None of us do that. We, we make ourselves a little hungry, uh, maybe more so for that banquet. And, and I think that's what this Advent really ought to be for us, at least this Advent day ought to be for us. Are we allowing ourselves to know and recognize that hunger in us for the Lord? That when we come to him, we know that he comes to us first, he calls us first, but when we come to him in the Eucharist, we're nourished a little bit. And I say a little bit purposely, because I don't know about you, but as much as I love the Eucharist, as much as I recognize it is the, the fullness of Jesus Christ, I want to see him face to face. We ought to be that hungry for the Lord, that, and not, not using myself as an example, but we ought to be that hungry for the Lord that we know that this Eucharist always is just short of our hopes and dreams, because it is Jesus who hides himself, in this Eucharist, and that in that eternal banquet that we have in heaven, that we have the hope for in heaven anyway, he no longer will be hidden. We will see him. We will know him. This Advent prepares us for the banquet that awaits us. So perhaps this day recognizing our hunger, recognizing our need for our Savior.